There you go. There, you there, go. It, there is. it is. <laughs> oh, even more. That was underneath the enchilada. Anyway, the <laughs> had to move the logs. Uh, um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, I think it was... Uh, were those Shinra rockets? Right. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, season four, episode 13. I can't believe we're already that far into the season. Before we get started this week, we wanted to tell you about some some shit that happened over the last week or two. <laughs> well, this is the week of E3 right now that we're recording this. Right. Uh, the E3 where they, and they gave us... Some Final Fantasy VII remake news. I would call it an announcement. News. They announced the date and gave us like a, <laughs> a, a remake trailer. Well, actually, what happened was we went to the what was called the Final Fantasy VII reunion symphony, a symphonic reunion. A symphonic reunion, yeah, thank which you. was a night before the Square Enix press conference. Right, and so we went to this amazing symphony. We were expecting, you know, to hear all the music from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, we went. To, it was at the Dolby Theater. It yeah. was at like the grandest theater you can rent in Los Angeles, it's where the Oscars like, are held. Yeah, and yeah, we were pretty excited for this. When we first got the tickets, we were not thinking like, "Oh, it's right at E3." Right. It, it didn't cross my mind this whole thing could be just an E3 stunt that right. we were paying for. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because well, that's the thing. at the end of the symphony, they showed like an early limited teaser trailer that announced the date of the, of the Final Fantasy 7 remake mm-hmm. but more than that let's talk about the symphonic experience for a minute yeah so you know we go in the inside of the Dolby theater is amazing yeah. we're like surrounded by people who are like dressed as heiress yeah it was a lot of cosplay stuff. and stuff <laughs> and and then yeah like we sit down like the, the, the you know the director of the game comes out yeah the director of Final Fantasy 7 himself uh, Yoshinori Katase came to the thing and he came and introduced, you know, it was like, it's great that you're all here for this 22 year reunion. Yes, yeah, seriously. Happy. And so, what, what happened was that the show was so weird that we decided to turn on my voice memos recorder at intermission and record our thoughts about it because what kept happening was they would, the orchestra would play a song from the game. And then the lights would dim, and the orchestra would go silent, and a file from the game would then play. Yeah, like a music file <clears throat> I that think we've from heard. The PC release, even like, like not even the better on like some of the speakers that are in the Dolby theater. Yeah, like they didn't quietly, use quietly, yeah, sort of wafting through the air. I mean, like he came out, they played the music along to the opening credits, and then mm-hmm. the conductor left the stage for I swear to God twenty minutes <laughs> while we watched. Final Fantasy VII on a giant screen yeah. and an entire Philharmonic Orchestra with a choir stood there doing nothing. At this point, I'm at a place where it's like, I know every fucking line. I don't need to watch this game anymore. It was ridiculous. We, we should also explain that like this symphony told the whole story of Final Fantasy VII through video as well. Mm-hmm. So it was like all the cutscenes that are key to the whole story. And then also, you know, all of the trailers and cutscenes from Advent Children yeah, and Dirt of Cerberus going, and kept... animes that I don't even know existed. <laughs> like crazy shit that is tangentially related. Before Crisis, I think. Like, yeah. We were just like, what is any of this? Yeah. I know 
I thought the rabbit hole went too deeper than it was supposed to go. <laughs> and that was gross. And the idea that there's more out there that I haven't, haven't even heard of. And all I've been doing is thinking about Final Fantasy VII for like a year. I know. It's crazy. I, oh. I'm here for the reunion. But yeah, the, to cap it all off at the end, we got to see... A, a short trailer and then like the release date and then you know the following day was the actual press conference with the full trailer and right. the full thing which we also recorded our reactions to that and we anticipate two blu-ray discs worth of gameplay content <laughs> holy shit the first game in this project expands on the story of Midgar and is such an elaborate retelling that Fuck. has become a solid standalone game in its own right. About this Final Fantasy VII Remake, to give some of our thoughts about what they've announced. First of all, I want to say that the battling, which includes turn-based as well as action, seems awesome. Yeah, I, I saw that and I, I was like, oh man, like this is what the combat in 15 should have been like. Right. Once an ATV bar is full, you can enter tactical mode where time slows to oh yes this beautiful dude you yeah. get an actual turn when you fill dude, up the meter that is yes they did it that's they so figured cool. out how to do some level of turn base that's so awesome actions you're taking in the action part is filling up an atb bar mm -hmm. which then once it fills everything goes into slow yeah, then motion you get a turn. and you get an actual turn where you might summon something or do like an yeah. attack or whatever it, yeah it looks Amazing! Like I was, I've I'm been more impressed about with this, this yeah. remake from day one, and then I saw this presentation, and I was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Even the voice acting sounds better than I expected. I'm not gonna say it's good, mm -hmm. but it's better than I expected. That oh my god! And it looks great. And if Cloud has the right material equipped and enough. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm excited about fucking material. Shit! Oh no! What's gonna happen? I can't wait to play this. I'm super thrilled about all of this. The only question that lingers in my mind is, is it ever? gonna be finished. Well, yeah, because they sort of muddled through this, but the the thing is, this first game is only in Midgar, and it supposedly is as long as a Final Fantasy game is, so like a hundred hours or something. I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? It's only about? in Midgar, and then, and then they're not even they're in the planning phases for the next game. Yeah. So we're when gonna is Final that Final Fantasy VII for like the rest of our fucking lives? They're gonna be <laughs> releasing Final Fantasy VII for the rest of our I lives. I know. It's just like every other Final Fantasy thing ever is it's like... Exciting, but frustrating and baffling and like angering and wonderful. Like, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just... Anyway, very exciting and also extremely like... What frustrating yeah. and uh I can totally imagine how Midgar could be its own whole game but I just can't help but feel like you're gonna end that and have spent an entire Final Fantasy game in an industrialized city I don't care how much extensive shit you can do in it I know if you're like, not going you're to not an going, ice town or a beach town you're not going to a lot of locations and on top of that you're gonna end a Final Fantasy game going like well that was like 
the beginning yeah. of a story you're that gonna, I know already. You're going to walk out into like a field <laughs> and it's going to go to black? Yeah, like you'll leave the city and the whole world will be ahead of you and it'll just end. I mean, there's no way that's going to be a, a fun thing to have And then happen. you have to, then it's going to be like two years before they announce that the next part is coming My out. Oh God. It's like, just like, I... Uh, well, anyway, if you're interested in more of our take on the symphony and the remake, the press conference and all that, we actually recorded our thoughts, both listening to it, as you heard, and uh, some more thoughts about it. And we're putting that out as a Patreon episode. Uh-huh. So for just a dollar, if you want to hear more of our thoughts on the remake and our experience with the symphony, mm-hmm. head on over to patreon.com slash nocat. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. And you'll hear the episode. Yep. And with that, let's get going on this show. Yeah, so where are we? We're... Where we left off, we entered the town of Coral. From Coral, you go to the Gold Saucer. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff there. I'm oh, not sure I'm very how far excited this about the next, goes. The next that's... chunk of this game is going to be great. <laughs> so we've just entered North Coral. Yeah, this is the place where we walked in and everyone surrounded Barrett and was like... Ain't seen you around here in a long time. Yeah, you like, destroy everything you touch. Yeah, so everyone's mad at Barrett. We don't know why yet. And we're going to find out. Without any further ado, we're talking to a store owner, and let's get into it. I'm going to listen to your story. Take that road on the left to the ropeway station. The ropeway will take you to the gold saucer. Oh, fuck. Doesn't mean much to us poor folks, though. <laughs> That's your story? That's my story. Okay, that's your story. We should probably get one of everything that we don't have. Yeah. Or two. So we dump a ton of money on the store owner in this town. Like, we just gave that guy 5,000 gil, and he's going like, I'm just the poorest guy in town. I know. <laughs> Why don't you go to the gold saucer now, dude? If you want to sur- yeah, he's going to go blow it all at the gold saucer and be right back where he started. If you want to survive, then you're going to need some of my weapons. The force stealer. Oh, shit. Should we steal force? Yeah. Guard source. We're going around dish- doling out our sources, which permanently increase a stat for your character. Yeah, we're in the menu. It's per- good a time as any. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the people that I can give it to are Cloud, Eris, and Red the 13th. Let's give one to Cloud. Don't give any to her. Don't? No. Why not her? Well. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let me live in that world for a minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You totally were in it. God, I, I know. Forgot. Sorry, I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> Just to clarify, you don't want to give it to Eris because she's going to die. So it's wasted. <laughs> but we theoretically wouldn't know that. <laughs> it's like she's like somebody who's pregnant but is, hasn't announced it yet, turning down a glass of wine. And everybody's like, why? Why aren't you drinking? Yeah, except instead of being pregnant, she's like, actually, I'm in a suicide cult, and it's not a glass of wine. It's like a, you can be permanently faster. Just eat this. It's wasted on me. I'll be joining the UFO this weekend. (laughs) I hear it's a big fad now in the city to get tattoos, is that right? That's right. I guess I should get an O tattoo. Zero. For a poor man like me, zero gotta be perfect. Wow, everyone here is real down on their luck. I mean, look at that building, though. Yeah, it's <laughs> seen better days. The stairs, they just got to, old signs. It's not up to code. Welcome. It's 50 gil a night. Would you like a room? Sure. Enjoy your stay. Man, this inn sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gold sauce. 
So we walk up to a big gondola. Yeah, this is like the tram to the gold saucer. Yeah, or gondola, I think some people I pronounce it I call it, it a as. gondola. As me too. So we're all standing outside of that, and we're taking stock of the story yeah, so like, far. Yeah, like, Barrett, what, what are those people mad at you about? Barrett, what happened? My hometown used to be around here. What do you mean, used to? It ain't around here no more. Heard it got buried in just four years. But how could those people say those terrible things? And it's my fault. All my fault. So we go to a flashback which shows Coral in its glory back when it was a shack town. Yeah, just to be clear, the town we're in, I think the people who live here are like the residents of a town that used to exist that Barrett lived in. Like right. This is not the same location. So Barrett's telling us the history of his hometown, Coral. And why it's all his fault that it's gone. My hometown, Coral's always been a coal mining town. It's so dusty, but calm and so poor. It, I, that's not me. That's the first time I ever heard the word make a reactor mentions that's what I So in the flashback, we go into like one of the houses where they're having a town meeting mm-hmm. to discuss like, hey, do you think we should give up coal for Mako? I think. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, like, throw out the coal, bring in the Mako, out with the old, in with the new. Which, I mean, as we all know, getting rid of coal is like a huge mistake. You never want to do that for some <laughs> we reason. always bring back coal jobs. <laughs> the only one against this is dime. For clarity, Dine is a guy. Yeah, and he's the only guy who thinks this is a bad idea. Right, it's spelled D-Y-N-E. Dean. I'm definitely against it, no matter what. There's nothing to talk about if you're thinking about throwing away our coal. Bring back our coal jobs. Our coal's been, and it's not killing the planet, it's that damn Mako. (laughs) (laughs) But Dine, listen. No one uses coal nowadays. It's the sign of the times. We're all on this solar, I mean, Mako energy. I mean, you can argue for not signing up with Shinra, right. but doesn't seem like the coal is doing them any good anymore <laughs> <No>. either. <laughs> It'll be all right, Dine. Shinra Inc. will guarantee your livelihood once the Mako reactor is completed. Just put your life and future in the hands of this... Shady Corporation. Listen, Dine, I don't want my wife, Mirna, to suffer anymore. I know how you feel. I feel the same way too, damn it. But even so, I won't give away our coal mines. So I guess the town was like, fuck off, Dine, we're doing this. Yeah, he was outvoted. I guess, yeah, I guess they're trying to console him. Yeah, but the choice was made. That's how the coral reactor was built and completed. Built out of we all thought it would bring us an easier life. Wait, the whole town got together and decided this. How exactly is it Barrett's fault? I don't know. It seems like it's not. It seems like it's not his fault at right? all. And also, I want to. We're going to talk about this later. But where is the original coral? Was it destroyed and then rebuilt as like that shack town? You know, uh, it doesn't make any. The original. Coral, or wherever Barrett is from, mm-hmm. uh, he says was buried four years ago. But later, we're gonna go to the location that it was. It's doesn't. Let, let's it doesn't, tease this out because this part literally does not track. It makes no sense at all. What the fuck. And then flames. 
It happened when Dinah and I were out of town for a few days. Really? Coral was burned down by the Shinra troops. Holy shit, how is this? All the townspeople, all my relatives, everyone, everything. And the only survivors blame me for causing it. How is it your fault? And too? now I'm on a search. Like some kind of searcher. <laughs> <laughs> There was an explosion at a reactor. Shinra blamed the accident on the people. Said it was done by a rebel faction. Alright, wait. It, Barrett says that there was an explosion at the reactor, and that mm. then caused the town to be on fire? Is well, that no, right? Well, no, he says that, uh, that Shinra blamed the town. They they think they, like, sabotaged the reactor, so they just come in and burn it down and kill everybody. O okay, so the reactor blew up. That mm. did not affect the town. Shinra thought that the town was responsible for that and then burned the town down. Yeah, and I mean, you and I looked this up. The reactor that supposedly exploded was that one over by, like, Minecart Funtown in the mountains. In the mountains that looks that's totally not, ex not exploded, exploded at all. Yeah. Right, that's right. With the train car, yeah, I know what you're saying. Th that Mako reactor. Because mm -hmm. yeah. there's a ton of them around this world. So the, the reactor must have blown up and then they rebuilt... I and mean, then they rebuilt that one. I can't even discuss it because... <laughs> Because the thing that doesn't make sense about that is we see the town burning down from a railroad bridge, and it's not in a the it's not in a mountain. It's right, like in a forest. It's in a forest is where the town is. I, I mean, yeah. That's so terrible. Well, I guess that's true. But more than Shinra, I couldn't forgive myself. Never should have gone along with the building of that reactor. So yeah, it's not his fault. He just blames himself, and so do a lot of other people. Yeah, well, you know, I guess he got scapegoated. It happens. Right. <laughs> so that's why he blames himself, just for, like, being fooled by the promises Shinra made back then? Don't blame yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why... That's why I get so pissed off. <laughs> Not only did they take advantage of me, but I lost my wife, Mirna, too. Hey, everyone, if you, you want to go to the gold saucer... Hurry and get it. Yeah, the conductor's like, guys. Should we go? Yeah. Ride that ropeway? Oh. Let's get on the gondola. Let's get... The gondola. Gondola. Dine was my best friend. We was close ever since we was kids. <laughs> He's still, like, mumbling about this story. I never knew. Barry never said a thing. He just took... I never asked why he wanted to blow up reactors and kill people. Yeah, no kidding. We better go on. No animals allowed, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, no cats on the... <laughs> on the gondola. Despite the locations not really making any sense, mm -hmm. I actually like that uh, story a lot. It feels realistic to me. Like, the coal's not doing it anymore. We're, like, right. falling into poverty. And then this corporation that right. has, like, a terrible reputation yeah. comes to town and makes you feel like your only option is them. But, yeah, anyway, the, we get on the gondola, and the gondola is, like, it's a giant, like, ship that's attached to two ropes, which go up. And the way that it travels is it's not like the rope moves like... Like it's like a chairlift. Well, a yeah, it's not. Thing. It looks like a gondola, except except that it has propellers that spin <laughs> up and pro and like drive it up the ropes. Ooh, I like the way this works. I would be so anxious watching this propeller oh spin next to the cable the as you're yeah. like going like, up it, uh, like the wind is blowing yeah. you. <laughs> I would never get on this thing. This is cool. 
Doesn't that seem like so dangerous? You're gonna, right, like, hey, we're gonna, we're to gonna ride in. the. I'm starting to really go. like it. Oh man, dude, it's. I'm so happy to hear that. It's it's beginning to set in. Look at this like, shit. Oh boy, like. And then as we sail into the sky on ropes, mm-hmm. we turn the camera to reveal that we're like headed towards a golden tree made of discs. Yeah, like <laughs> where every branch is like a giant arena. It's that big of a structure. Yeah, it's so big that you can hear people cheering in jubilation from like outside of it. And there's just balloons coming off of it. And well, fireworks. I think there's also like a roller coaster that goes around through right. it. Like it's New York, New York like, in the fucking Vegas. It's like if you took the Vegas strip and you stacked it vertically, right. you know, like it, and it's all kind of integrated into yeah. like a tower. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, this is the tree! The it's a city! Now this is no, a floating city. It's a casino. It's the gold saucer. <laughs> oh my god, look at this place! Holy shit! This is amazing! I mean, look at this shit. It seems so exciting and fun. There's like... <laughs> big spotlights that are going from vertical to the side and like it's such a production yeah and you see it and you go like a casino and we're gonna have a blast in here we're gonna have only fun in this place (laughs) welcome gold saucer look at our 90s signage oh did you ever think you'd be so happy to enter the world of mini games oh my god To the casino oh, I theme didn't even park realize, of, of the gold saucer. The was full of fucking mini games. <laughs> of course. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to hell. Welcome to fucking hell. I'm a piece of shit with some eyeballs. Enter me. Yeah, and the inside of the gold saucer has like a Pee Wee's Playhouse aesthetic. <laughs> totally. Where absolutely everything has eyes on it. And there's no <laughs> doors, there's only mouths. Like you're walking through like a psychedelic children's book. Oh, God. Welcome to the gold saucer. Welcome to the gold saucer. How do I get up to the... I feel like I can get... Isn't there a blue thing up on that branch? You see right above me? Like an item? Oh, I don't think you get that. I think it's like the nail holding the sign in. So out front of the main entrance to the gold saucer, because like the gondola leads you to like a platform that has the main entrance on it. Mm-hmm. There's a save point. What? <laughs> it costs money to save? <laughs> uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> oh We're my back god! To the first game. And now they're using it as like flavor. I have no money. Why do I have no money? Oh, because this is GP. Oh, yeah, this isn't Gil. This isn't Gil. They have their own. You they gotta go buy some, gold fa- you gotta buy some chips, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> Everyone loves when the arcade has tokens instead of quarters. Yeah, or you, they give you a card to fill up and right. you pay fractions. For and then, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if once you got into the arcade, they were like, oh, these games take a certain type of token, which you can only get through other tokens. Yeah, and, and in this arcade, when you walk from this one into that one, you lose all of your points yeah, for that arcade. We remove it from I mean, your we're pocket. getting ahead of ourselves, but the gold saucer <laughs> is place. covered in red tape that's designed <laughs> to bleed you. <laughs> oh my... Oh, God, I gotta change my gill into tokens? Oh, fuck. Welcome to the gold saucer. Are you together? Single pass is 3,000 gill. You can purchase a lifetime Mm. pass. I do want a lifetime pass. I I don't have have enough money. money. I gotta go walk around in the woods? 
Yeah, we bought all those items from that store in Coral. Yeah, now we're pretty broke. Plus, we want the lifetime pass because we know that we're going to come in here more than once. We're coming here all the time. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I love that the gondola ride up here is free, <laughs> and then you get here, and there's immediately a huge fee. Yeah, just you put can't this even, at the bottom of the gondola ride. Like, like you can't even use the bathroom. <laughs> You can't, you can't even get in to get the tokens you need to use the bathroom, and then you just gotta wait and take the gondola back down because yeah. you're broke. Fuck. <laughs> to go into the casino and then save? See if you can just go in. Yeah, oh, fuck. Here. Yeah, we gotta go back down. Yeah. Fucking shit. They could have stopped us and told us that earlier. 600 gil. And bought all those weapons. I'll go, uh, I'll go grind for some money. You want to grind for a little bit? Yeah. I want to get some water and shit. So it's everyone's favorite part of this game's grind time. Mm-hmm. I mean, should I just try to make enough to buy a lifetime pass? I mean, as you can, we should consider it. I just had a really stupid thought about if there was a type of bomb called the O-bomb. The O-bomb? Okay, and mm -hmm. then... Mm -hmm. Uh, you have multiple prototypes of that, and so you, you know, like the A, the B, and the C. So it would be the Obama. Obama. Obama? That's where I'm going. Okay, why is it called an Obama? It's a, because it's <laughs> circular, it's like a donut. It's like a bomb that's a donut. Okay, okay. Good enough, good enough. It's that's all. That just had to be. You throw it like a frisbee. Any reason other than the Obama. Your mind really wanders when you're grinding in this game. Yeah. So let me get this. You were just thinking about the word name Obama. I don't know how I. And you were what like, I was thinking. In of. It, uh, yeah. But to make it an H bomb or an A bomb, you, know what you would this need might an O-bomb. been rooted in then... is I remember that there was a robot that is on the International Space Station is called Robonaut Two, mm -hmm. which they call R Two because it's a space robot. Mm. And I was always thinking, like, how do you get to, like, you know, our, our Robonaut 2 right, right. Mark well, D? Because, you know, you want your robot and then you need to the be named you R2 because need... it's cute. Right. Why do you want your bomb but to wait, be I'm, named Obama? I'm not done. I'm trying to get it to R2-D2. <laughs> yeah, okay. Where it's like you get to level, you, you get to Mark D of the R2, and then you have to replace that one so it's the second... R2D and then you get R2D2 and so I'm trying to get I don't know why this I'm trying to get to Obama. I know, I know. I'm just <laughs> but I have nothing to explain myself with. <laughs> That's fine. You don't need to. Your brain sometimes your brain does tries stuff. to make a wordplay and is just like you're just working extremely hard to make a wordplay happen. And unfortunately for you, whenever you tell me even a good wordplay, my brain well, goes like, "You're right. Those are two similar th words." Are they? <laughs> then, are they ever really you, good though? <laughs> sometimes I don't know. I can't believe Chairman of the Broad was not a movie. I can't either. I can't believe we both just we both just assumed it was. I was like, it's gotta have Rodney Dangerfield in it. We just invented a fake movie just based on what we assumed had to be true. Like our brain about a time before we were brains even thought they were like, this has to be the truth about it. Like Like I wanna use that like it's like the Berenstein Bears thing for people. Like I want to be like you. Were, you you remember Chairman of the Broad, right? Yeah. With Rodney Dangerfield. I know that movie. I mean, I'm sure most people. Did you know that? Yeah, that's, yeah, and and so. then it's like it's a parallel universe where that existed. The Mandela effect. I'm gonna pull up the FF7 
Wikipedia. Learned some shit. It is the seventh installment in the Final Fantasy from series. Okay. Not according to us. Just doing the work so we can have fun at the casino. Just like that guy who we gave 5,000 gil to so that he could go have fun at the casino. Anything's going on with those people who we gave 30,000 gil to? Fuck, I hope they're alive. <laughs> yeah, I hope that I hope that worked out for them. Because I could really not use enough that to money. finance their fucking shit. Should we go back and check on them? Is you time passing? That, are you proposing that we walk back there? How? No. <laughs> I don't even think we can. Is we took a boat. A like, we need the we took boat. A boat like across the world. I we need that, our airboat. I don't think we can go back. And then we can go back and check on them. I mean, like, what the... What do you... Like, what... We just recently saw an airship for the first time, and everyone was like, ooh, cool, an airship. Yeah, well, I want my own. Oh, oh look at, like, the mountains we just crossed. Like, the, all those pointy ones. Oh, like, yeah. Like, where we were in those... Yeah, that's cool. Development of this game began in 1994, originally for the SNES. <laughs> what? Yep. And then delays and technical difficulties from experimenting on several platforms, they moved it to the PlayStation. Final Fantasy VII introduced more widespread science fiction elements and a more realistic presentation. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, look, they, you can. This is more realistic than uh, um, six. Anything in six. Nothing in six looks this realistic. That's true. Define realistic. That's true. He looks more like a per. I mean, it's just true. I don't understand. All right, like, all right. You're 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 totally right. Yeah, the game had a staff of over a hundred. It's been ballooning since Final yeah. Fantasy One's five people. How many cooks can we shove into this kitchen? Yeah, at least... We can get at least 1,500 people in that kitchen. Everybody's trying to make Final Fantasy 15. Let's see how many people this boat can hold. Yeah, until it sinks. We're going to put enough people on it until this until boat Until you're looking around sinks. at the party and you're going like, wait, is the captain gone? Remains widely regarded as a landmark title and one of the greatest games of all time. When people say all time... They should say past time, because all time includes future time, and that is probably not true. I don't think when you say the phrase all time, you're including future time, because yeah, that kind of hasn't happened, so... Then be more accurate, Okay, fucks. got it. <laughs> <laughs> the best, greatest game so far. <laughs> yeah. Dude, 2,000 polygons. <laughs> Nathan Drake has, like, that much I in know. one of his ports. I know. <laughs> It would have required an estimated 30 64 double D discs to run Final Fantasy VII properly with the data compression methods <laughs> of the day. Wow. Yeah, and then they were just like, saw the light with CD-ROM. Read-only memory. Yeah. <laughs> Show us the way. It is nuts also that it just runs this off of the disc. Like, there's no installs or anything, which seems... But, the, like, what is... It's, it was crazy to me when that stopped being the case. I know. And when now it started it's weird that it wasn't before. Right. Like, when I really think about it, I go like, that's kind of remarkable that you didn't have to install shit. But it didn't have a hard drive in it, I guess. No, it didn't. It just had, like, enough to run its own software. That was, like, 
one of the big gambles they made on 360 was they were like, it's gotta have a hard drive because Xbox Live and people are gonna be downloading games and shit. Broadband is getting better and better. Like, you've gotta yeah. put a hard drive in it because we're gonna sell shit to them from their living room. They're yeah, gonna yeah, it. they're gonna fucking eat it up, and they're not gonna even be able to sell it back. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna spend like sixty-five dollars on games like. The order eighteen. Yeah, and then they were like, they love it the so fuck. much. The next step should be us just saying, blankly, flatly, that you can't play used games on our console. <laughs> of course, flip their shit. And then you know what? I couldn't believe they even announced that. What if we like, charge you said that out loud as part of your presentation? <laughs> <laughs> and the great thing about Xbox <laughs> is that you have games. to buy the games new. <clears throat> they won't work if they're used. They had to walk back so much that they had announced initially. Like that, it's so easy to forget how much that first announcement was, had nothing to do with it being a game console. They were too distracted by the Apple TV. This is a family computer. A Famicom. Exactly. A family com. A family com. So if you were wondering, Ryan's preferred method of running around is to go in a tight circle. Yeah, well, like, since you turn sharper if you press, like, L1 and R1 or mm -hmm. something when you're running, because it spins the camera in the direction you're turning, right. you can run in a really tight circle. This is mostly, I think, for when you're flying the airship. Right, but really what it is here is we don't need to go anywhere, we just need to grind. If you get it just right, like the middle of the screen doesn't move at all, yeah, you know, and the yeah. outside kind of blurs and you, it looks like a like a whirlpool. You look for ways to entertain yourself. It's so boring. <laughs> yeah, I want to see Bob Ross painting in... Polygon? Polygon, yeah, <laughs> like... Now you're going to want to put this uh, happy little hump. I put this piece of screen door in my... <laughs> that way not all the paint reaches the Yeah. Wait, this guy says that there was somebody who designed the limit break system as an evolution of the desperation attacks used in Final Fantasy VI. What are those? I don't have any idea. The fuck is it talking about? Look that up. <laughs> what? <laughs> Desperation attacks. Yeah. And that, yeah, we discover something huge that we just had no idea even existed from yeah. the previous game. Yeah, people, like, since we started airing season four, have told us about the desperation attacks, and we're like, that's not a limit break. Yeah. And I don't think we ran into it at all because no, we, we just never had our characters get to, like, low HP last game. Yeah. I mean, it's like we try to do everything in the games, but even when we're trying to do that, we can't. We can't. Like, it's impossible. Desperation attacks are the precursor to the limit break mechanism used in 7. When a character is in critical status, there is a 1 in 16 chance that they will perform a desperation attack upon the attack command. Characters will never use their desperation attacks during the first 25.6 seconds of a battle. A character would enter critical status when their HP drops to less than 1 eighth of their max HP. But Strago and Gogo -Go can achieve critical status without losing their HP, because if the enemy has 1 20th of its max HP remaining, Strago and Gogo -Go can use Rippler to gain it. So there's like a game condition that we just has a 1 in 16 chance of when you press attack, it does this. Yeah, that's fucking wild. 
I don't think we ever got into like critical status. Well, we never would like leave it. them. Yeah, we would never leave them long enough to even test them. Like you know, like of yeah. we never saw them. And nobody fucking talked about it. No, it's secret, I guess. That's pretty cool. Like look at the, like you know the mirage dive for Locke. That's pretty sweet. The shadow thing for the shadows games that keep on giving. The games that keep on gaming. PlayStation keeps on gaming. Yeah. Are you game? Are you game? We're still game. <laughs> We're still game. <laughs> Are you game? Oh, this is extremely unimportant, but there's a thing on Netflix, some old Scottish comedy called Still Game. I forgot we were referencing this. Yeah. I was like, why are you keeping this in here? I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, wow, Still Game is terrible. It's the worst. <laughs> this week on Still Game. You still game? I'm still I'm game. still game. All right, then let's go. We're going to the game. It's is it still on? Is it the still game? game? Is on. God, there's nine seasons it's of still game. Apparently, it's still running. I just knew it from like scanning over it on Netflix and going like, "This looks like misery." Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, still game is like a Scottish sitcom about two old men who are still game. <laughs> uh, and it's <laughs> we tried to watch some of it. It's really boring. But more importantly, uh -huh. when you Google something like Still Game, you get a smorgasbord of what I can only assume are Scottish TV shows <laughs> that I now want to see, like something called Scott Squad. That oh, looks like a cop yes. show. Scott Squad. <laughs> That's a comedy. Uh, down at the Scotland Yard. Something called Two Doors Down. <laughs> Yeah, which uh -huh. uh, you can just look at that picture. Well, they I mean, then became Three Doors Down and made that song <laughs> Kryptonite, right? Gary, Tank Commander. Oh, that sounds great. I already have nothing else to say about this. I don't know that it's worth even expounding on it. I mean, it what else do you need to know? It's still game. Is the game the, still? The, the PlayStation's on, the game is on. We're game on. The TV is still game. The TV's frozen. Is it still game? It's a still game. Is it still game? We're still game as long as the still game is on. Hey, you might want to heal some people. Nah, we're all right. Anyway, Square retained the passion-based game development approach from their earlier projects, but now had the resources and ambition to create the game they wanted. They did it. This is what they were trying to do. Fuck six. Yeah, fuck six. Fuck that this garbage. Is... This is what we wanted. That's what I've been saying this whole time. Man, this is really what I've wanted to do this whole time we were playing Final Fantasy. I know, I, I've been like, I've been like, where's game. the time where we can just hang out and I'm like, looking up stupid shit and we're joking around and getting into fights and... No, I mean like, in the times playing the other games, like, I'm realizing right now I wanted to grind in this one. Oh, you just wanted to do this one? Yeah, grind. I just wanted to do this. This was the grind that you wanted. This is what I wanted. I love that because a minute ago in voiceover, you were like, this is so boring. This sucks. Well, that's because we've done so much grind. At You're this right. point, this You're was right. one of the first, the second grind, really, mm -hmm, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like what, m most of my memory from when I was a kid, mm -hmm. you'll find this shocking, is just fighting battles and grinding endlessly. In these areas. Yeah, yeah. just trying to like. Yeah, by the end of this experience, we were ruined for grinding. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it's going to happen again in all of the games is deeply upsetting <laughs> to me right now. <laughs> how much money do we have right now? I'm going for 20 Gs. We'll see how much I have after this fight in the tech stocks. I told myself I was going to fight till Cloud ran out of magic. And then I was gonna run. Wow. 
Wow. Red Dead Redemption. Too. Yeah, no, I'm re like, yeah, we're gonna walk back <laughs> home to from oh, this. Oh no, to we're gonna be like this game has too many systems in it. We're talking about how far the graphics have come. Yeah, and we just remembered that at the end of this week, the day that we return from the cabin is the day that Red Dead Redemption Two was coming out. Which there's actually a lot of amazing parallels between the two <laughs> games. Yeah. <laughs> oh my and god. Be like, oh, there's gun cleaning and your horses are dying. Oh, they when they die, they but die it's forever. It tastes so good. Get dude. a whole stable of horses and you can own a ranch. And but like, think about what the graphics are gonna look like. <laughs> You know, it was a real missed opportunity in Red Dead Redemption 2 that you couldn't breed a golden horse that could ride on the water and over mountains. You, you know what? Actually, that would be a great addition <laughs> right? to that game. <laughs> Think about how the graphics are going to look after spending a week looking at this. Okay, now we're talking. Sakaguchi was responsible for writing the initial plot, which was substantially different from the final version. That's why it's based on a story mm. by him. Like, got it. <laughs> which is crazy. In this draft, the game's setting was envisioned as New York City in 1999. What? So it was like going to be set two years in the future in New York City? Similar oh, then they used that for Parasite Eve. I remember this. The main characters were part of uh, an organization trying to destroy Mako reactors, but they were pursued by a hot-blooded detective named Joe. Mm. And you became the detective. Nickname. Slotty. Got it. This is Slappy. Slappy. Nickname Slappy, Slappy Joe. Even with all of that, learning like the whole history of the development of Final Fantasy VII, we still don't have enough for a lifetime pass. Yeah, we have a lot. We have like 20 Gs, I think, something like that. But we just decided, you know what, let's just go in. It's time. It's time for the gold saucer. Welcome back to hell. <laughs> it's only $3,000. Wait, by the lifetime pass. I don't uh, have 30,000. Yeah. So we walk in, and like the main part of this casino, like the main lobby, is a bunch of giant portals. Yeah. Which take you to different lands. Yeah, I feel like it's built like a discovery zone. Like right. you jump in a tube and slide <laughs> to the next place. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Let's have fun. I know this isn't the right time to do this. Eris is ready to ride the rides, but the context of this is that some serious shit's going down. Yeah, Barrett has just been reminded of, like, the biggest, most formative tragedy of his life. He's <laughs> contemplating his actions since then. Hey, Barrett, cheer up! I ain't in no cheery mood. They're in this nightmarish, gaudy, like, theme park. So just leave me alone. Really? That's too bad. We're gonna go play. So play. <laughs> Messing around. Fuck. Pussies. Fucks. Cunts. Cocks. Co uh, dick, dicks and bu butts. Messing around little... Uh, jerks. <laughs> jerks, yeah. Don't forget we're after Sephiroth. Go together. Yeah, let's go together. Be yeah, let's go them. together. Let's go together. Let's all oh. go together. Oh. No. Oh, you're going to make we're us choose. The dog. No, we're going to take Eris. So you get to, like, pick which partner you want to buddy up with to go on the field trip. Right. We can only take one person with us in the group through the casino. Right. And, I, you know, we're going to take Eris. I don't know why we can't all go together. 
Well, I guess it's actually, they mentioned it's too dangerous to walk around with five people in a group. Mm -hmm. It's a safety issue. Where should we begin? Let's go to the information desk. Oh, God. This is a world of mini... Oh, fuck. It's a tree full of mini games. Yeah, we're looking at the mall map, the you are here map of the gold saucer. Mm -hmm. And there is just way too much happening here. Yeah, it's pretty... There's a lot. It's overwhelming. Each plate of the tree is a minigame? Yeah. Wonder Square. Oh, boy. A number of games await you here. Collect GP at Wonder Square and play some more. Okay. Speed Square, a shooting roller coaster, is waiting to take you into the world of excitement. Okay. Round Square, take a tour of the park and see the beautiful night scenery of the gold saucer. Yeah, that sounds nice. Battle Square, go to the limits in heated battles. Try your hand at the special gold attack. Well, that sounds like fun. Ghost Square, please come and stay at the hotel. Ha 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 ha. Ooh, ominous. Chocobo Square, Chocobo Racing takes you into the world of virtual reality. Ooh. Ork. Work, work. I want to meet a virtual chocobo. They're not virtual chocobos. No, it's not virtual reality either. No. I mean, they must mean it's virtually reality. It is I, reality. I, mean, I don't fucking know. Event Square, an entertaining show is awaiting you. Not a real chocobo, but a virtual in one. Gold Gate. Oh, we're in Gold Gate, which is the middle. Gotcha. And nobody else is in this casino? Yeah, we are in a giant open lobby space. I know, and when we were flying up, you remember we were hearing all those cheers? <laughs> I feel like that must have been pre-recorded oh, and played yeah. over speakers. Totally. Because the population at this casino reflects the difficulty <laughs> so, of getting into it. Yes. There's nobody fucking here. Uh, should we start at Event Square and go around? Sure, yeah, let's take it. So here we are in the event space. The first place we walk into is an empty arena, <laughs> yeah. like a huge amphitheater. <laughs> Sorry, but there's no show now. Okay. <laughs> got the we put on a really unusual show here. No it's not shit. on today, but come back again sometime. I see do want to see it. Is that like a performer just hanging on the audience, like having a sandwich? Yeah, I guess. The gold stage. You know it's fun because of the music. But there's no show. Do we just like come on this on uh, Saturday or there's got to be a matinee? <laughs> so we go into a weird like second staging area that also allows you to access all the different places. There's like three of them in the gold saucer that are like from here you can access any of the places. Right. And the one at the this one is like a train station. Yeah, sort it's of? hard to tell. Anyway, there's a big like naked guy here who's all buff and he's talking to us. It turns out he's the owner. Hey, hey boy. boy. How is it? You having fun? Mm. So, you are having fun. Well, good. Good for you, boy. My name's Cloud. Stop calling me boy. Mm, me? I'm the owner of the gold <laughs> saucer. The name's Dio. I walk around here fully naked. Fully fucking ass naked. <laughs> I think he has Just call me on, Dio. Could one of the Disney CEOs, like, walk around Disney World naked? Hmm. Private property, right? They own all of it. That's a good point. Could Bob Iger strip naked and walk around the the Magic right? Kingdom? I mean, and he could they you know they'd be like call security and security would show up and he'd be like you don't stop you're me. fired stand down <laughs> you know and they'd be like are you sure and be like yeah stand down I'm going on the Matterhorn. How can we convince like, him to try? <laughs> um, well, the show would have to become successful enough that we could offer him an amount of money that would be worth it for him to do this. Join the Patreon. Join the Patreon. Join the Patreon right raise, now. How many billions of dollars do you think it would cost? At least a hundred. 
okay. To okay. get him to walk around naked in Let's Disneyland, see. it would have to be worth Disney. Like, it would have to be as much as the company itself is worth, at least. If not, also more. We have to pay for his public shame. His job, yeah. Right. And just, like, the general feeling that the world has about him and from I mean, that point probably, forever. And I mean, probably, I mean, we'd have to make sure also he was in some kind of position where other shareholders couldn't hold him accountable. <laughs> and so, stuff like that, you know, because once he's fired, Disney could still press charges against him themselves. Right, that's, that's the thing. We it's have to publicly somehow owned. set him up in a way that nobody will... We gotta Donald Trump him. We gotta get him in a position where nobody's gonna, like, hold his feet to the fire, and he can just do... We need a hundred billion dollars. Yeah, that's though. what... Okay. Join the Patreon. Not even listening. Talk to the hand, Dio. By the way, boy, do you know what a black materia is? Is that a sex thing? Is that something I shouldn't... What is it? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> that I say, that's a good one, boy. But that's not good to lie. You can't fool me. Hmm. Why'd you ask me? Well, a while back, a boy your age came in and asked if I had a black materia. I thought you might know who he was, seeing as how you're both about the same age. What? Did he happen to have a black cape? All young boys know each other? Well, first of all, we're not boys. Right. Second of all, uh, he's talking about Sephiroth. Who we're not the same age as. Who also stopped... Yeah, we're younger. We're definitely younger younger than than him. So so is he talking about Sephiroth here? Yeah, because he says a guy in a black cape came by asking about a black materia. So I don't... What the... Sephiroth stopped by at the Gold Saucer and was just telling people his plans. Interacting with folks. Why, yes. Yes, indeed. And a tattoo on his hand that said one. Is that what, uh... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that Sephiroth? That guy in the pipe has a tattoo that says two. Wait, the sick guy? Yeah. I have no fucking... This isn't a scenario where I'm like, put the pizzas together, Jeff. I have no fucking idea. I have no idea what this means. (laughs) Um, Well, he's not talking about Sephiroth, the guy with the black cape. Well, he said a guy with a black cape came in and he had a one on him. But he was like, where did he go? So Dio's thing here is that he saw a child, Cloud, and was like, another child told me about this thing called the Black Materia. This child's probably also interested in that. Yeah, like, because we're the same age, he thinks we'd be interested. It's not like we look alike. What, like, what the fuck is he talking about? Well, I think your assessment is accurate. I think that's literally, he was like, hey, maybe that kid is into Black Materia, too. They're on tour, coming. <laughs> but he doesn't, the- <laughs> like, tell us what it is, either. No, he doesn't know, I don't think. <laughs> I have no idea. Well then. I say stop by the battle arena if you like, boy. You'll probably like it. Many of my collections are on display there. So next we go to Battle Square. Yeah, this casino's like closed. Yeah, there's no shows. They're doing remodeling. I'm sorry, we're currently renovating. Okay, so we're gonna be like excited to do all this shit, but it's gonna be like, come back later, it's super fun. Okay. So we pop out in another place. I don't even know where, but the music is different here. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is this guy? Well, he's a big moogle. He's a big, fat, white marshmallow. A big, fat thing walks up to you. How about it? Want me to read your fortune? A bright future. A happy future. Oh, but don't hold it against me if it's not a great prediction. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm the fortune-telling machine. The name's... 
Oh, what? Kate Sith? <laughs> what are you? He's just your local trustworthy Kate Sith. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> He's a fortune-telling machine. It's a menacing name for a fortune-telling machine. It's that, like one of those... the <laughs> Zabar? What the fuck was that thing in the big... Oh, I don't remember. Zoltar? Zoltar, that's yeah, it. Not yeah, Zabar's. Yeah. That's a Jewish Except supermarket that he walks, in New York. Then he has personality, and instead of looking like a fortune-teller, he looks like an overweight Moogle, like uh-huh. a serious problem. And in the close-up, he's a cat? Well, there's a cat that rides on... A cat that wears a crown that rides on the back of it. And it's unclear, is one of them Kate and the other one is Sith? Is the cat Kate Sith? Is the whole thing one? Is Which part of it is a robot? Is the cat a robot? Is the machine a robot? We have a lot of questions about Kate it Sith. Never, yeah, it's, it's complicated. What is Kate Sith? So I don't know exactly, but he's definitely a cat riding on top of another thing, like a fat moogle. What? And it's not clear if the fat moogle, the fat moogle might be like a robot or a stuffed animal. I don't know, but the cat is who you're talking to, the cat wearing the crown. Oh, I see the picture. Yeah, I see. <laughs> yeah. I see how it's a cat wearing like a, a almost a witch's hat. Yeah, like a tiny little like crown. Oh yeah, I see the crown. God, it's complicated. Okay, all right. Where is this a play of what? Yeah. Fortune reading machine <laughs> that's actually a cat that will come with us? Yeah. Why will it come with us? I don't know. I don't think this was the other optional character. It's not. What? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you kidding? I can find missing things, missing people, anything. That's why he'll come in with us. Mm. Then you can tell me we're a man named Sephiroth, so Cloud is just like an idiot. He runs back to the group like, guys, guys, I've solved all of our problems. I met this amazing person who can tell the future. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's not that this thing knows anything about it, it's that it's going to predict what He's happens. He's going to tell us where to go, where Sephiroth's going to be. We're going to find out the end of this game yeah, right now. What his weaknesses, how to stop him, like, <laughs> this guy knows everything. Sephiroth, right? Okay, here it goes. Doing a dance. Ordinary luck, or it will be an active fortune. Give in to the goodwill of others, and something big will happen after summer. Wait, what's this? Huh? Let me try again. Did it just spit out like a... It out like a fortune. Fortune cookie? Yeah. Be careful of forgetfulness. Your lucky color is blue. Oh, great. Forget in it. In bed. <laughs> blue. In bed. <laughs> wait, give me... Wait, give me another chance. Wait, let me try it again. Okay. <laughs> is this Kate a Sith Lord? So Kate Sith starts, like, reading our fortune. Yeah, I guess he's not happy with the first one or two that he gives us. Yeah, so he keeps pulling them out. What you pursue will be yours, but you will lose something dear. Oh no, that sounds like one of those true ones. I don't know if it's good or bad. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like... Alright, whatever. This is the first time I ever got something like this. Then shall we? What are you talking... What are you talking about? As a fortune teller, I can't help but think about this. If I don't see what it leads to, I won't be able to relax. That's why I'm going with you. <laughs> what are we gonna do, Cloud? We can't go back with this thing. Kate Sith spat out a real fortune and is like, oh my god, I need to see how that plays out. 
Yeah, this is like his weak explanation of his motivation. As he's like, I mean, how could I live with myself if I didn't see how your life turned out? Right. So he's coming with us, and we trust him. Yeah. What? What the <laughs> fuck are you gonna say? There, it's a cat riding a machine. I'm, I'm coming with, no matter what you say. Hey. hey. Oh. Kate Sith like enters you like he's becoming a part of the party. He got inside you. You can just get done like that? I don't know, man. You can just go like, I don't care. Like if I was like, Jeff, I don't care where you're going. I just jumped inside of you. Just like, I just like, I just like opened a flap and just like disappeared inside of your body. And I was like, I'm not coming out. You better get walking. No, I don't. I mean, hey. This is the first time they've ever indicated that that would be like a violation somehow. He's like, ah, they're always doing this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, it I hurts. wish they would just ask first. You wanna look around here? So we make it to the arcade. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. You have zero GP. Let's change your GP for prizes? No, we don't have any. This game's almost being like, GP? That's for games. <laughs> okay, Best we're in the real world where we had gil? gil? Basketball game, one game is 200 gil. Wait, this one takes gil? Well, you get GP by playing these games in the arcade. Oh, oh the, the GP are like races. raffle tickets. Yeah, and then once you win those, you can spend them at other places in the casino. Yeah, you can go and redeem real like, your like, headphones or your boombox if you can get a lot of them. Yeah, the Chocobo races are the big... Those are their big money makers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's one of those like arcade basketball machines yeah, where you throw the ball into the like metal mesh net and then it rolls back down to you. Mm-hmm. Here we are doing super dunk. Is it what do you do to do this? You only get one shot? I'm gonna get it. I have it's no idea if I'm gonna every time you're doing this. Well, why do you think I spent all that time wandering in circles? You're right, you're right. You're right, you're right. There's not like there's a meter or anything. It's just like Well what else? <laughs> what is this? Like, okay. what is it doing? What does it want from you? So th- the instructions for this are like press O, and then when you let go of O, he will throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And there's some kind of timing involved to get it right, but there's no indication at all of what yeah that is. And every time you hear that little dun 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 of like him missing a throw, that's two hundred more gil. Yeah, it costs two hundred a throw. A throw. <laughs> That ball's not even round. Is this a joke? Is it just a waste of money? No. Why would it even have a mechanic if it was just unwinnable? Um, does it have a mechanic? I mean, it claimed to. Try, like, tapping try it once in a really short period. Yeah. Yeah, it changes. Shouldn't have said that. I was about to walk away. <laughs> Close that time. I mean, are we gonna save money for any other games? I have 20,000. Still? Well, not still. This isn't a cheap super. Okay, one more. I mean, 
want you to do it. God, what? I mean. Hmm. Did you do it? I did it. And it came back. Oh my god, now you gotta do it. You gotta go for the high score. Fuck! Fuck. <laughs> One GP! Fucking god, oh, dude. Oh man. Okay, so that one's probably not a big payout. Yeah, I don't machine. know that was the world's greatest exchange. Wonder Catcher, one game, a hundred gil. Try it. Yeah, I wouldn't go crazy hearing this music incessantly at all. I mean... Could you imagine working with this? Like, if you worked in this casino, and you had oh, to hear this man. on repeat... Fortune for eight-hour shifts, or twelve-hour shifts, maybe. Fortune is fifty gil. Oh yeah, this would be a nightmare. We go up to one of those love tester machines where you put your palms on a thing and then it's like, you have the well, ability I think, to I love. think this is a real Zoltar machine. I think it's a fortune reading machine is well, what he what said. What the fuck is Kate Sith doing in this place? Lying to us, God man. God damn it. <laughs> Use caution in relationships. Okay. Good. I want to get on the bike. Good advice. So in the second room, there's one of those bike games, you know, where you sit on the motorcycle, mm -hmm. and this is how you can replay the Escape from Midgar if you want. <laughs> if you love that part score. so much. Sorry, Haley, these cookies are not for you. Oh, sweet, Tron. <laughs> oh, no, this, dude, this is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst minigame, dude. This is so fucking hard. Now that we've finished the whole game, I would actually say this is one of the better minigames. Me too, I actually really like it a lot. <laughs> I felt like this was a comedy of errors when I was trying this. Yeah, this game's fucking great. <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> I guess I don't get GP for that. Really? Well, what do you get? A new high Just score on that fun. shit? Yeah. Fuck. Ew, I'm tired. Oh, this seems to be out of order. That's too bad. Mm. Is this oh, wait, the... what is this? That's the DDR game. Yeah, there's a machine that looks like a Dance Dance Revolution, but it's like in front of one of those like Sockem Bopper robot. Yeah, it's like a Rockem Rockem Sockem Rockem Sockem Sockem robots, uh, and this game seems to have about the same skill level as Rockem Sockem robots. <laughs> yeah, where you it's just kind of go at it. Really clear if you're blocking or whatever. Oh no! Do you know what you're doing? Or no, see I'm just or trying to change it up, and I'm no, not really. Okay, because I'm winning, I know that. It does look like you're getting a lot of face punches in. Okay, yeah. Good work. I can tell when I hit and when he hits me. But you don't know why or how or yeah. what. I mean, this whole fucking season is gonna be like... Mini games. Yeah, like, nobody's gonna be like... Nobody's gonna remember how much of this game is not the stuff that they remember. Oh, I think they're gonna know... I think they're gonna be very aware of it. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think there's any way to not be. I mean, like... I guess you're <laughs> this right. Is... <laughs> oh my god, there's like a whole fucking tournament I gotta fight through. <laughs> this is so boring. <laughs> Fuck, I'm losing. Oh no, oh, we're gonna have to uh, beat this. I've been waiting for you to get bored and pissed at the game. <laughs> oh no. Oh, you got fucked. I got three gold pieces, though. All right. I'm not doing that shit again. Do you want to do the two-player? <laughs> I don't think you can. You're not doing that shit again? Isn't this okay. crazy? You're playing a video game, but you're in an arcade. In a video game? You're in a video game in a video game. Mog? 
Yes, Mog House. This is my favorite game in the entire arcade. Mog and his filthy, filthy house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a children's story. Yeah. This is Mog's house. It's in Mog Forest on Mount Mog. The beginning of another day in the life of a Mog. <laughs> is this game called this Mog? Year, Mog has a pip a po po a pip a po po. He's Pippa years old. That's 28 <laughs> in human years. He's at that age when he should be looking for a mate. You know, when the Moogles' four cocks uh, rear Mog their heads. can become an adult, he, he must learn how to arouse all four of his cocks <laughs> simultaneously. A strain that, if done improperly, can cause his heart to stop beating. <laughs> Once this process begins, he cannot stop it. Otherwise, his heart will explode. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Mog trains hard every day, he still can't seem to get off the ground. <laughs> yeah, so what actually happens is Mog needs to fly mm -hmm. to impress a lady. It's his first wings. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him go. It's all made even harder by the fact that two of his cocks won't become fully aroused unless he's airborne. <laughs> it's a lot of cocks to focus on for little Mog. Not to mention his wings, which are made out of cocks, too. God. <laughs> Looks like he's got a long way to go. Here's where you come in. Help Mog learn how to fly by pushing the O button and feeding him his favorite Koopa nut. But don't overfeed him. He won't be able to fly if he's too fat. He, this, this sounds like a great game. <laughs> Give him a nut. Get, get Koopo to nut. <laughs> okay, so you give him a nut. He comes over, he's... Aroused, one of his dicks is aroused. He nuts. Another nut. He nuts again. I guess I'll just, I'm supposed you to not keep... give him too many. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, like, I know. Well, I mean, maybe one for each is cock. Is he going to try to do anything at some point? Or how should, do I know when it's should, too many? You should stop now. You think I just wait? Uh, yeah, yeah. Look at this water. Seems like Mugs decided to take another shot at it. Yeah, so Mog climbs up on top of like this little mushroom stool mm -hmm. thing and he, he's gonna jump and see if he can fly. Nope. Unfortunately, he didn't make it. Poor Mog will have to wait some time for a bride. Push continue. Or continue to push. Push start to continue. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, have a nut. How many nuts are you supposed to give this fucker? I don't know, but I didn't give him enough, obviously. You didn't give him enough, or did you give him too many? How do you know when you're finished? It's a story game. Right? Yeah, I guess it could be a game for really little kids. He did it, he's flying! <laughs> now he's finally- fully erect. Do you think we get to see the money shot? Is he gonna go find his mate? He's a full-fledged mug. <laughs> he's gonna mug all over. He's gonna go back inside his red mushroom, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That's fucking it. Tired but relaxed, our little Mog turns out the lights <laughs> early and goes to bed. Good, Good night, night and, and sweet, sweet dreams, dreams, Mog. Yeah, it's a game for a one-year-old. Oh wait, here comes his mate. Oh. It's not over. Oh, what's this? Here comes a female Mog. Feed her some more nuts. She heard the flapping of wings. She got thirsty. She, she heard the, the <laughs> fapping of wings. <laughs> Seems like he likes her too. 
Now Mog will be able to fly Grace. Now will Mog be able to fly? Okay, a few components. Okay, okay. So in order to actually beat the game, you got to do it again. <laughs> well, he practiced his flying, and yeah. now he's got. Now it's game time. So, can he fly in front of the girl? Well, so we got to make. Can we feed him the right amount of Koopo nuts in front of the girl? <laughs> That's the, the real, real question. question. <laughs> you just ate, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How long were he, was he theoretically in that tree? There we go. It's a game about patience, because I knew I'd fed him enough nuts, but I wanted to feed him more, because... Yeah, exactly. He's flying. Mog was able to do it. Now the female Mog has to... She must have fallen for his graceful flying form. Sometime later. Looks like things are going good with his new Mog friend. Time for a quiet date in the forest. Her name is Mag. She is a good-natured Mog. Mag and Mog. Best of luck to the both of you, Mog and Mag. May you have lots of, lots and lots of healthy Mogs. Oh, they're already, they're already there. Those, one of them is yellow, and one of them is pink, and another one is yellow, and another one is pink. Oh, holy shit! Oh my God. Now I can see how you can end up with a Moogle infestation. Yeah, pretty they quick. have litters of like 30. <laughs> but hey, I mean, if you can put those things to work. Ha! <laughs> you got a slave race right there, baby. Bye. Fiend. Fiend. Fan. <laughs> Fiend. That better pay out. I love the idea of that cutting out and Cloud going, that game sucked. No gold piece? Fuck. Get me out of here. None of these games seem to give you any fucking GP. Yeah. Everyone is telling us we need to get GP. How do we get it? Is there even just a slot machine? What is? Where's the gambling? Can we hit play roulette? Okay. If we can get 500 gold pieces, we can get this. If we get 300 marks? Yeah, we found the list of prizes that you can trade in GP for. Mm -hmm. And it ranges from a potion to question marks. Yeah. Yeah, we can That's get That's what we can get. Ticket. The mystery box? What's in the box? The box. The, the, the box. The, the box. box. <laughs> and as we walk up to the Chocobo Racing Track... That's where we're going to end for the week. Yeah, we only had time for a partial exploration of the uh, <laughs> winding nightmare that is the gold saucer. Yeah, there's so much going on in this place, it's ridiculous. And uh, I, I really dislike most of it, I think. I'm just going to come out <laughs> and say too. this now, that uh, by the end of the game, we will have spent more than our fair share of time at the gold saucer. That's true, and next episode, we're going to really have a lot of fun betting on races. Yeah, and you know what? Nobody wins in, Nobody in this wins endeavor. In this. So look forward to that. Are you ready to enter the live stream? Uh, yeah, let's connect with the totality of the now and see if there's any wayward messages that need to find the masses. Let's go find those messages. A little more foreboding in here today than normal. Yeah, what is that vibe? But you know, the totality of the now contains all things. You're Maybe right. Maybe we're meant to see the darker side today. What, what Maybe. is the message? Let's, oh, here it comes. Here's the message. The message reads, 
check out Witch Urn, which is W-I-T-C-H-U-R-N, which, like, well, you know what a witch is, broom-riding people, and urn, like, like the thing that you put ashes into, mm-hmm. a black thrash metal project, check out Witch Urn at witchurn.bandcamp.com. There's a new self-titled EP out. We just listened to a little bit of it. It rocks pretty hard. It's fucking awesome. It's I, my thought was like I would definitely play Doom to this. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So definitely go check out Witch Urn. Witchurn.bandcamp.com. Uh, they uh, just released their new self-titled EP. Go check out the Witch Urn EP on their Bandcamp page. Actually, I, I think I can hear a little bit of it entering the live stream right now. That was great. Thank you so much to Witchern for that message. I sometimes like to drive angry, and I think this will be my new soundtrack. This was legitimately awesome. Everybody should go check out Witchern. And thank you so much for the support of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you very much. Let's get the hell out of here. And we're back. If you want a live stream message, they're $25 a piece. Just send an email to nocappodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T mm-hmm. with the subject line live stream and we'll figure it out. Yeah, it can be whatever you want. A personal message to somebody else or an advertisement for yourself or for your project. Or, or whatever creative idea of words that you wanted to string together and have us say. Yeah. That's what you can do. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. And with that... Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever you want to do. Yeah, you could um, write a letter to the editor of your local Alt Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> as good as that would be going to our Patreon at patreon.com slash nocat. That's mm-hmm. N-O-C-K-A-T. You can get the episodes early. You can get a video version. You can get a free t-shirt. Mm-hmm. The t-shirts are good. People are liking the shirts. I'm liking the shirt, too, and I don't even wear t-shirts as a general rule, but I have been wearing this one. You can find those at Etsy.com. Just search No One Can Know About This or No Cat, and you'll figure it out. I don't have anything against t-shirt wearers. I just don't like how they feel on my body. (laughs) Yeah, but these feel good. As always, I want to give a huge uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart to our Patreon supporters who are continuing to amaze me. Yeah, we would not as we've said before, continue to do this without you guys. Um, we really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, it's been so, you know, the support has been so good that maybe one day we really will be able to pay Bob Iger to strip naked and walk through Disney World. It is the dream. He can go on the whole, you know, at Epcot when you go to every <laughs> restaurant or whatever, and you have a drink at every country. Is that, like, do, can you, you go around the world, you know, they have, at Epcot, they have, like, China. Oh, that's have, within yeah. Epcot, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you can get on the monorail uh-huh, and get around. Yeah. Get mm-hmm. to, and with that, here's a little no one can know about this dessert. Hmm. I don't feel the need to describe it today. You all know what it is. Yeah, just think of the perfect dessert for this moment in time. That's what we got coming right now. And man, I had this amazing line as my brother and I were watching it at the very end. The woman who's one of the villains standing next to a huge cake after her old ball has gone awry because the monkey is there. Everyone's freaking out. She looks up and Dunstan is on a chandelier leaning down at her. She's in a perfect proximity to be pushed into the cake. Uh And I was like, and then like a missile from heaven and my brother goes Dunstan checks in and that monkey jumps <laughs> like, like a missile from heaven because I just said that and I was like I don't know what else to say and then was like Dunstan checks in and jumps on her and she falls in the cake and I was like <laughs>